That's the weakest squash I've ever had in my life. Make it yourself next time then. Welcome back to <laughs> the next episode of That Gym Couple podcast. Hosted by Lucy and Callum. That was weird. I've never said that. That's normally your line. I know. I thought That's... I'd throw things... Through a curveball, you yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, guys, honestly. Tuesday is possibly the worst day of the week. I've decided. Today, I've made that decision. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Tuesdays. I don't know what it is. I think it's just, I think we said before, it's just like a bit of a nothing day. Like, Monday is so... so I'm just really uncomfortable. Yeah, can you... Fidgeting. You stop fidgeting, it's distracting me. Soz. Um, yeah, I think Monday is such a like, productive day. Although Monday can come around and you're like, oh God, I'm not ready for Monday. I always feel really productive on a Monday. It's like, right, let's get everything done. Work head on, training, nutrition's on point. And then Tuesday comes around and I'm just so exhausted from Monday. Yeah, and then you kind of settle into it by Wednesday a little bit, don't you? And then by Wednesday, it's basically Thursday and then it's the weekend again. Yeah, that's how weeks work. Mm. Thank God it's nearly the end of January as well. Literally one more day. I mean, I don't mean to start this podcast on a super downer. Yeah, Lucy, it, Lucy's depressed. It's today. been the longest month ever. Are you, are you feeling all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I just... It has been very long, but it's also... It's also... It's been very long now. Like the second half, it always drags on in January. And I think we're... When you think back though, Christmas feels ages ago, but also not that long ago. yeah. But then if I think about like New Year's, like New Year's Day, that doesn't feel like it was this month. No, that was so long ago. True. Christmas feels more recent than New Year's Day. Though. Yeah, really weird. That is odd. Um, but, but yeah. you know, February's a shorter month, although longer by one day this year, as Lucy found out <laughs> last week. <laughs> that was so embarrassing. Um, so before you know it, you know, in four weeks, it's, it's March and then it's your birthday two weeks after that. Yeah, best month of the year. Lucy's birthday, my mum's birthday. That's it. Easter this year. <sighs> yeah, as well. and then it will start being. I just, I know it's so cliche to say, but I just can't wait for it to start being a little bit warmer, a little bit lighter. I said to you this morning when we woke up. Well, when I woke up this morning. Yeah. What's that weeks <laughs> when ago? I woke, when I woke up, I said to you, you probably weren't awake for another hour or two after I left. Yeah. But, all right. We know I'm not a morning person. Um, I was like, just wait until you start opening the curtains or blinds and it's just the sun's... It makes you want to jump out of bed, doesn't it? And I was speaking to a colleague today and I was like, it's the sort of... When the sun's up and you kind of think like, oh, maybe I'll walk the long way into work today or mm. maybe I'll go get a coffee before I go in and yeah. you're just like, feel in a good mood and... Or I go for a walk before I start work just yeah, because exactly. it's like, so nice out. Get your comfy clothes on, like outside shorts. can't wait to wear shorts yeah i mean i still wear shorts now but you always have to wear obviously like trackies over mm. the top but it's just so much nicer <laughs> and everything just feels a little bit easier i was thinking that oh i just hit my mic sorry i don't know why this is really random but i feel like in the summer i'm so much more carefree which i have no yeah, idea why because i it's... think everyone is though because you just feel like you 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 feel like almost like your funds are never-ending like you can do whatever you want to do everyone's just in a good mood and I just I don't feel like the pressure to constantly be working or to have clients coming in constantly over summer I I kind of just take what 
comes over summer and just think, enjoy it for what it, it is. That's it. I think I think that's what most people do. They just enjoy it for what it is. But then, I, but how fin- is that any different to any other month? Because like, I'm... if you finish work, you know, for the day, you want to plan things. You got stuff. Mm. You're like, oh, let's uh, let's just go and do this, or let's go do that. But in the winter, when there's not much going on and it's cold and it's miserable, yeah. and you almost raining, feel like you should carry on working. Yeah, or you just go. I'm just going to go home and just batten down the hatches and just mm. survive tonight. You know, survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and obviously it's nice if you have someone to do that with which yeah. you're quite lucky absolutely give me five or luck is a stretch maybe lucky for some yeah no anyway well we were going to kind of start this episode by talking a little bit about I guess our struggles because we're both I don't know are you struggling with your training because I know I definitely am at the moment um am I struggling with my training and maybe some other people out there will be getting to the point now where yeah, it is like becoming a, a bit of a struggle. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I, I did say to you the other day, like I was, it's the motivation that that you know we touch on this so much. Like motivation comes and goes. Um, I think I'm in a better place with my training now than I have been in the past few months. I'm enjoying it more. I'm at a point where I'm, I'm feel like I'm pushing myself a little bit more. I'm doing things that I probably wouldn't have done before as well like training abs shocking i know um but i think generally it's going better than it has been do you feel like you've got some energy back because you were struggling with that quite a bit weren't you yeah a little bit i think that does come with the seasons and Mm. and when there's a lot more going on socially and there's events and things like that and work's crazy busy and stuff it sometimes that's good i feel like sometimes that is something that really pushes you like if you work if work's busy it can tire you out i I completely understand that but it also motivates you a little bit more because you're in that mindset like i've got to do this i've got to do this so if you build everything else into that routine it it, it's a little bit easier to sort of maintain those those levels of excellence Mm. um but it's also quite as easy just to kind of go I cannot be bothered. Mm. I've had a long day at work. I finish and I just want to go home. I'm not going to train today. I'm feeling tired. My body aches and I'm just going to go home and I think people probably think as well, they probably presume if you work in a gym, it's so easy because you are literally at the gym already. But I know from experience of working in a gym myself and I've got clients who work in gyms who, you know, they say to me, oh, you're going to think it's so silly needing a coach because I work at a gym. But it's kind of like the last place you want to be when you finish work. Like yeah. you don't want to stay and another like, so that's hour. That's the point. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I've, I've been here f- like so long. I just, the last thing I want to do now is actually just mm. train, like be here for another hour and a half or mm. however long it takes me to get my sessions done. And, you know, some people will say, well, why don't you go train at a different gym? But I've got to go to a different gym. It's even more it's the effort, same, really. But it's also, yeah. it's the same it's the still same in a thing. Gym. It's still a gym. I guess the only thing the with that is that you get a bit of a change of scenery and yeah. you know no one's going to come over and kind of need you for something. No, but. that's true. I mean, we went to a, a different gym than we usually train at um, last week and it's we're going back so this week. Good. It was very, very good. Yeah. Um, this is actually probably a good thing to mention that we were, well, you if you were nervous, you were covering it up pretty well, but I was like freaking out. Yeah. I was literally like, Callum, I'm going to poo myself. Like, deny I, I was yeah, like yeah, my yeah. stomach is like in knots because no. I was so I nervous I, I was like I can't car. go I can't 
what do I need? Do I need my bag? Do I need this? Do I need that? What if everyone looks at me? I was, I don't know what came over me. I was just so we nervous. Wa- we walked in and everyone that we know was already in there training. Yeah, just saying hello to us. I just and... hit my mic now. Um, yeah, they, everyone was in there already training, just saying hello and just cracking on and things. So it was almost like we, it was just an unfamiliar setting, but everyone else that we knew was there anyway. So it was yeah. fine. Everyone think, was just cracking on and training and doing their own thing. It was really nice. And that's nice. the thing that we always say to people, like the fear is so much worse than the reality. Like once you actually get there, everyone is just there to do their own thing. No one cares what you're doing. And it's, I don't know why I worked myself up so much, but it actually ended up being really good fun. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't wait to go back, but it just was funny to have that moment where I was like, Lucy, you've been training for years. You're so confident why are you getting so nervous about this yeah it's just another gym but yeah yeah well that's good that you're feeling a little bit better how was your training going <sighs> we had a bit of chat about this earlier didn't we <laughs> yeah I mean I have good days and bad days obviously as everyone does um I just sort of feel like obviously specifically with my reverse diet right now I feel like I've not quite hit the peak where I'm feeling like super super strong I have days where I feel really strong. I have really good sessions and I'm hitting PBs. And then I feel like the next day, it'll be the complete opposite. I'll Mm. feel really weak. And my knee is playing up a lot at the moment. And we don't kind of know the exact reason why. Obviously, we've speculated that it's just tight calf, hamstring, quad. Like the whole right leg basically is just not really working how it should be. So it's causing me some pain in my knee. And it's really frustrating when you feel like you can't push yourself and do the things that you really want to do when my main goal is to grow my legs. And every session is like I'm battling with physical pain, but also that kind of mental thing of if I push too much, is it going to just like go? Or am I going to regret that and And it'll be worse? It's hard because in that situation, like, yeah, you're going into each session going, um, is this going to be a good session or not? Mm. and then inevitably you're never going to push yourself as hard as you probably could because you're worried that if you're feeling okay at that point you might not be the next day or after your session or whenever it is so yeah I mean we spoke about about trying to go and you've got a osteopath you go and see and he's very good um at helping with the issues and and I think we're just going to see potentially maybe we'll go get a scan and see if we can w- figure out exactly what the issue is because yeah. it I've been there before I had knee tendinopathy and it was you know it was a, a chronic issue for me it went on for years and perfect <laughs> but that's what we don't want from you so no it, it's a case of finding the the solution before it becomes a problem yeah, so you can definitely. preemptively. And it kind of already is a problem, I guess. But yeah, 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 yeah. I'm at a point where I I need to be doing more about it than I probably already am. Like yeah. as you always say to me, like I need to be stretching every day, not just on leg days. And admittedly, I'm rubbish at that. I need to get better at it. It's very hard at this time of year as well because the cold weather doesn't help. Yeah, um, but I think as well. Like I don't know if it's just me, but I'm probably more reactive than I am proactive. Yeah, like yeah, I need yeah. to get ahead of it. I don't. It, what, what what I worry is that it will get worse and worse and worse and then I'll be like right now I have to do something about it I think most people are reactive though yeah probably most people we don't think we don't worry about it till it happens do exactly. we exactly I mean look at look at most of our clients they're, they're they're typically people who um have ended up in a position in their life that they're not entirely happy with um whether that's how they look or how they feel about themselves or how mm. they they you know their body works or whatever it is and their whole um sort of 
the reason they wanted to get into it is because it's a reaction to how they feel about themselves or mm. their situation. So I think most people are reactive and, and I think that that obviously lends itself to the situation a lot. Yeah, we just, yeah, we don't do anything about it until we absolutely have to sort of thing, which yeah. is probably not the best way to to be really. No, no, not at all. Especially with our bodies and how much we push them. It's We need to really take care of them better. I don't know if maybe I need to take some more supplements or because my recovery hasn't been great either. I mean, obviously I am pushing myself a lot, but I'm eating a lot of food and my DOMS are just so bad. Yeah. And that, that that again might come down to programming and that's something again we can look at and mm. what I'd urge anyone in this situation to do is and probably do the same is to to have that conversation with your coach or or you know if it's yourself doing your programming looking at your program and going is this too much volume mm. can I cut it back where are the issues stemming from is it on certain days of the week is it at certain times is it mm. you know and what I, have I been doing all day? If you've been sat down all day yeah. in a funny position, that's not necessarily going to help because the minute you get up and start moving, mm. um, you can cause issues. And it, there's a whole load of things that could be. I probably, to be honest, haven't found the perfect, you know, programming for myself, yeah. you know, the perfect volume, perfect intensity. I don't feel like I've found that yet. And if anything, it's just making me feel like I'm failing right now because I feel like, why do I not feel as strong as I probably should be? Or hitting the weights that I want to be hitting and you know all of that kind of self-doubt then starts coming in and you feel like giving up but I know I shouldn't I just need to figure out what works best for me yeah yeah absolutely and that, that takes time or maybe I do just need a rest maybe I need a deload yeah I mean that was another thing we spoke about then wasn't it that we were like maybe maybe you look at taking a deload week and just dropping the volume and but you never really know with these things until you do it because you could take a deload week and then come back the week after and it's it's no different, you know. Um, I think I need a holiday. I think that's the key. Yeah, there's no arguments here. Are you coming? Yeah, sure. Cool. I think that will definitely cure me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going? Well, Marbella's at the top of the list right now. Yeah, not really a holiday though, that is it. No, it's a work trip. It's, it's a work trip. Yeah. So not not so much. Yeah, not really a holiday rest at all, relaxation. No. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we need to rethink and just have it as a holiday. I don't know. No, definitely not. No. We've got to work. Yeah, we've got to work. And the thing no is, point. we will end up working anyway because yeah, yeah. getting content, training, that is part of our work. So Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, may as well just be a work trip. But, but yeah, apart from that, being a little Debbie Downer, life's good life is good we're life very good. fortunate and very lucky it's just yeah yeah it's just a hard time of year it, and you know things are only going to get better and easier as the, yeah. the weather gets nicer and we've probably got some cold and damp coming but yeah I keep saying that to my clients as well I'm like look how well you are doing right now and it's pretty much the hardest it's going to be right now it's dark it's cold all those things like we're, we're all tired everyone's getting ill everyone's like got loads going on right now if you can stick to your goals and you're still dropping weight or whatever your goal is this time of year imagine how much easier it's going to be when spring and summer comes around that like you're going to just be you're going to yeah. find everything so much easier so you should be really proud of yourself if you're still like pushing on in this hard time of year yeah it's creating those um structures that stay in place all year round yeah exactly and hopefully for the rest of your lives and then it makes everything else so much easier Mm. 
um, and everything else fits in and slots in nicely. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? No. Been up to? I shaved Not- shaved my beard off. Oh yeah, the return of the tash. Return, return of, of the tash. tash. Return oh, of the tash. I love that we both just did that. Yeah. I like it. It's giving. You pay, you pressured me into it. I I know I was speaking to you about it, and I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe I will just like get the tash back, and then I was trimming my beard up, and you were like, do it just from over my shoulder do it i was like the devil on your shoulder do it and i was like you want me to do it and you were like mine well, and then i turned back around and you were like do it and, and so i was like, like oh my god okay, you're actually gonna do fine. it so i just did it it's because he had a tash um we obviously not last year because we were together last november but the year before that when we were just friends he literally just like walked into the gym one day with a tash yeah, I and it. i was like i did it for for november and then i kept it until the i think the first of jan 23 that so I had it over Christmas and yeah. stuff well two months I mean yeah it'll probably be the same I'm liking it to be fair when you first said about getting it back I was like no your beard is so like full and I just love your beard and I love beards anyway it grows back but yeah exactly and it's a nice so little quickly. change I like it within like if I if I didn't shave I'd have a beard again within a few days. I just, I, there's something like about fall, your chin that freaks me out slightly. Yeah, it's a bit, it does feel like it feels cold. Like, I just, I haven't really ever seen your chin. Yeah. Think how I, I can't felt. look at it. Last year, when I, uh, well, 2022, when I did it for the first time, I'd had a beard since I was, like, since I could grow one. So for me, that was like a real. Like, is that what my chin looks like? It was really scary, like, actually shaving it off for the first time. And you I was, got- I was like, do I, what do I do? Do I do it? <laughs> and then I it's did so it and I was like, sweet. I can't know. Cause I can't, I remember trimming it right down. So it still had a beard, but like not really. And I was like, Oh, I still don't know. Like, and I thought, screw it. Let's just do it. I mean, for someone who like, it wasn't even before. It's not like you just had stubble. You had like a full on beard. Yeah. So it must feel weird. Not that I brought him loads of beard oils and beard moisturizers for Christmas. Ah, oh, they'll still be good. Yeah. They will come back. Yeah. And you, yeah. Yeah. Return of the Tash. I'm I'm here for it. Something that someone did ask me last week, um, if we could cover more relationship type stuff on the pods, pods, podding on the pods on the pod. No, no, I'm joking. Of course we can. So I thought maybe we could do that this episode because why not? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we could give. Not that we are experts at being in relationships, but I'm pretty happy. Are you uh, in in this relationship? Yes. I'm over the moon. Brilliant. Okay, that was hesitation. No, I, I wasn't um, sure what you were asking. Yeah, no. So I just thought maybe we could share some, I don't know, some lessons that we've learned in relationships and our secrets to a healthy, successful relationship, I guess. Yeah. I'm I'm down for that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Enlighten us with your knowledge. My knowledge? What do you think makes a... I think successful and healthy are different ways of looking at a relationship. Do you know what I mean? I guess if it's healthy, it's successful. If it's successful, it's healthy. I don't really know. Yeah, but I, know, I know what you mean. I think it can, you know, we, one thing that I think like when we first started dating, I remember saying to you, I was like, the one thing that I need from you is communication. I yeah. was like, if you're not happy about something or you feel that, um 
you need me to do something or more of something or less of something. I was like, just communicate because this isn't going to work otherwise. And that's my... Sorry. That's right. Fidget <laughs> over there. I'm just not very comfortable. Um, yeah, like, I think that's something that for me, it was... I've noticed that from past relationships that it it's really caused issues when someone's not communicating. Yeah. Someone's not saying how they truly feel about a situation or a certain thing. Or they let it like boil up into something Absolutely. And, way worse. And relationships that I've had that have ended have usually been because someone's not communicated how they're feeling in that moment and they've let it drag mm. on and on and on. Yeah. And this happens a lot. I see this all the time with, you know, colleagues and friends who've had relationships end and for for one person it always seems quite abrupt mm. because the other person has been feeling a certain way for a while and typically they'll just kind of load unload it upon this other the, their partner and be like look this isn't working because of this that and that mm. and the breakup e mm. the one who's been broken up with suddenly feels like oh what have I done what have I done I can't you know I, I don't know what what's happened and but it's been an issue for a while mm. so even if they decided they try and work on it typically if it, if it's been building up in someone's mind for a long time they're done already they're already yeah. checked out they're not interested anymore they they want to go off and and leave things there because I've tried that I've tried to be that that relationship where we've tried to keep things going and like, oh no, we'll work on it. Like I'll I'll change, I'll do this or that. Mm. And from both perspectives, although I've always been the one who's been broken up with, so never <laughs> never been the break upper. Oh babe. Always been the break up y. Still time. <laughs> Hopefully not. If you No, to be fair, same. Screw up. I got cheated on in my first relationship and then my second relationship, yeah, I got dumped. So Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we'll both we're both we I think we are both people who would always be willing to try as long as we're as long as the love is I, still there yeah. I think you should try but, but like I, I also think that's quite naive sometimes yeah and that's something that I I learned I guess I'd say the hard way um mm. but yeah communication definitely is one of one yeah. of my pillars of a good relationship yeah I, I literally ag- agree completely I think communication is huge and it's probably been the downfall of my other relationships and I think we've always communicated really well with one another like we're just so I, honest yeah I, I agree and I think what helps is because we can although you used to say you were never able to read me very well mm. I think it helps because I I don't typically have a lot to it's not a lot going uh, on up there <laughs> wow no no I was I gonna say I don't like, have a lot of like grievances with 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 you like I'm pretty happy go lucky I'd say. Yeah. Um but I can read you very well. So mm. if you're feeling if you're not happy about something, you show it on your face which is quite handy for me. Mm. I'd say I do as well. Um but yeah, it's quite easy for me to be like Lucy, what's wrong? Mm. And you'll be like nothing, I'm fine. I'm like, well, obviously. Great communication there. Obviously, <laughs> you're not fine, are you? And then I'll keep pestering you until eventually you tell me. Yeah. And that works really well. I mean, I could just be like Oh, uh, whatever. She says she's fine. Doesn't care. I don't. Mm. Doesn't matter to me. Then if she says she's fine, she's fine. But, you know but obviously not. you're not, 
and you're not gonna you're also not the sort of person who's just gonna roll over if, if you're not happy with something you'll be like you might take a little what, a bit of time to get there but mm. you're gonna be like i'm not happy about this like yeah. let's sort this out yeah i just think life's too short to like be in a relationship that you're not happy in or just put up with things that like you you don't want because if you start doing that once you'll do it again and again and again before and before you know it you've just in this relationship that just doesn't serve you at all anymore and you've got no way out of it really because you've let it happen so many times so yeah and you I feel that you make it really easy for me to be honest with you about things like if something comes up or because you know like no relationship is perfect at the beginning of our relationship how many people used to because we put a lot of it on social media yeah people used to constantly be like oh my god you're so lucky like how how have you got this relationship you guys look so happy so perfect they never said that to me well they said it to me (laughs) all the time just like that we were so perfect together and we had the perfect like this word perfect kept getting thrown around and at the time, it did feel pretty perfect. It really did. But yeah, that's but the honeymoon it, phase. It always does at the start, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course. And that phase, when you start spending more time together, you, you know, you're more comfortable. And people, humans mess up. Like, we say the wrong thing. We do the wrong thing. You upset people. You yeah. piss people off. You, you, you know. Eventually, you are going to piss each other off. So yeah. you need to be able to speak about that. But I've, I've always felt really safe being able to open up to you about something like if something's upset me or I'm feeling a certain way from the responses you give me I know that I can do it and you will just listen and hear me out and we will talk through it like adults it won't be this massive blazing row because there's no need no and, and I think I've been in that position before where it has been you know as soon as someone says something is wrong with the relationship you take it personally yeah I think everyone you. has. You, t- you think it's you It's that's... like, well, why am I? I'm not the problem. You're the problem. And then mm, you fire back about defensive. something. That, that, yeah, exactly. I think everyone's been through those sort of relationships. And mm. a lot of that, it, it comes from personal growth. If I look back through my 20s, yes, mm. I am out of my 20s and have been for <laughs> coming up two years now. Mm. Um, if I look back through my 20s, was I rela- was I ready for a relationship like this? No. Yeah. Not a chance. Had we met 10 years ago, five years ago, would would this be like this? No, not a chance. Because no. we're very different people and your values are very different. I think there's a, there's a sort of a, a way you look at it and where your values are when you're younger, you kind of have like, you have to say, so you have standards, you know, you have standards for what you're looking for in a relationship or what you're looking for in a partner. And it might be, typically it's very specific. You know, when you're younger, like when you were like 17, 16, 17, could you, could you describe to me now like what your dream guy would have been? Honestly, what they would be you. You are okay. my type on paper. Okay. To a T. But like, th- that's what I'm, I guess that's what I mean. You know, like very, very specific. Yeah, but I feel like we this were like, what I want them to look like. I exactly. This is yeah. what I want their hair to look like. This is what I want. This tool. This. Exactly. They can't yeah. be this, this and they want to do that. They've got to do this. They've got to be able to do that. Yeah. You have all these very specific um, criteria. Things that you think are important exactly. as well. And then as you grow up and you grow older, a lot of those things kind of, you know, it might have been like, oh, well, they've got to have blonde hair and then mm. you're kind of going oh actually 
the blonde hair thing doesn't really matter to me that much anymore. Mm. They can have whatever hair or they've got to have, um, I don't know. Blue eyes. Blue eyes. Yeah. What has that got to do with anything? Exactly. That doesn't make them a great person or mean Or they've got to play a sport or they've got to do this or... Yeah. I, I think it's a case of... I think we're a bit shallower, aren't we, when we're younger? Of course we are. Of course we are. And even through, like, most of your 20s, for guys especially, like, we're not ready to date most of the time. Like, I've got friends who've been in relationships for years. Like, they they got together with their partners in their early 20s or, or younger, and they're married with kids. And I couldn't be happier for them because they have found someone that they've wanted to do that with Mm -hmm. at that point in their life. For me, I was not ready at all for that Mm -hmm. at all. Um, And whether or not that's just because, you know, some people would say you've just not had the opportunity or you didn't find the right person to do it with. Yeah, of course I didn't Mm. because I wasn't looking. Mm. I was... You know, up until my late 20s, I was happy going out, like going playing rugby on a Saturday, going out with my mates, getting absolutely messed up on a weekend, rolling into like work on the Monday, sometimes even on a Sunday, the day after, feeling like, like shit, like feeling awful. Mm. And that's what, that was my idea of fun. I wasn't really that interested in a relationship. And it's important that you went through that phase as well. Of course it was. And I think it is important for people. Again, our relationship wouldn't be what it is now if you hadn't have had no, that time. exactly. We all need... And I've had the same. Like at uni, I went out and had so much fun. I went to uni in a relationship and then that relationship ended in my first year. Thank goodness, because it was not a good relationship at all. And I hate the whole cliche, like I found myself at uni. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I literally grew so much as a person when I came out of that relationship and had two years on my own just having fun, making yeah. friends, best time of my life. And then I got into another relationship for a really long time. And again, like you do change when you're in a relationship, but I don't feel as though I'm looking back thinking, oh, but I didn't have fun. I didn't do this, didn't do that. We just, we're just really content and we're both ready for it. So I think exactly. it's got to be the right time in your life as well. Yeah, And I mean, there's that saying, isn't there? Like, oh, if, you know, Sometimes it's just the right person, wrong, wrong time. time. I'd argue that if it's the mm. right, if it's the right person, it's going to be the right time. Yeah, and it's never the wrong time. It, you you never really know. And like, because arguably you were kind of came around at the wrong time. You came around like very soon after my long term relationship ended. But yeah, maybe people, it was the perfect yeah, people time. People can look at that and be like, "Well, that was quite," you know. Didn't like like you haven't had much chance to sort of heal from that and mm. and. Yes, you could argue that, but I think it very much depends on the person and what you want. Yeah. You still wanted a relationship I'm also in some sort. Like not you, like 19 and need to go and find myself. No, exactly, like, exactly. I've done that. And I, I think that's the point. It takes time for people to grow and um, I, I go back to like understanding their values and what they want. Mm. Um, because without that, then how are you going to how are you going to provide for someone else if you can't provide for yourself yeah it's very true you're not you're not in a position to if you don't understand what you want I think as well something that's so important that I've learned is independence like often in my relationships when I was younger you just completely lose sight of your independence because it's all new and exciting and you want to be with that person 24 7 which is lovely yeah but your 20s are really formative and very much you need to go and explore and do all the things you want to do 
And hopefully if you're with the right person, you'll do that together or you will still have that ability to do things separately. But often what happens and what I found happened a lot was that we just ended up doing everything together. And that's actually not, for, for me, it just didn't work yeah. that, that, at all. Yeah, and I think you get into a sort of a habit of doing that then, don't you? Mm. Because you're like, well, we need to. We need to do everything together. But you forget that you are your own person. Yeah. And, and also your partner is their own person. I think it, it can get a little bit like, well, why are you doing that? Why, why am I not invited? Why don't you want to do that with me? Yeah. Why would you want to do that when you could spend time with me? And it's like, no, I, you I had, are your own person. I literally had relationships like that. And we'd have arguments over... Um, you know, I wanted to do something with my friends uh, or or even like I wanted to do something on my own and, and I'd get attacked because it was like, a, but why would you rather do that than spend time with me? And I was like, no, 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 no. Mm. This is like, it's very different. Like, it's not that I don't want to spend time with you and would rather do this. It's just, mm. why can't I do this and spend time with you? Why can't I see you later? Why can't we spend time together when it suits both of us not just one of us yeah it's different if you need me mm. in a you know in a certain situation if you're feeling really down or lonely or something like that but you then probably have to learn to deal with that because mm. someone's not always going to be there well, that's the thing people become so reliant on others it almost becomes in some circumstances like a codependency and it's like yeah you can't you can't be alone and that's not great and when i went when i came out of my long-term relationship at the beginning of last year I was like, oh my God, I'm going to live alone for the first time. I went from living at home to living at uni with friends to living with him. For the first time, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to live on my own. I was petrified. I was like, I have to sleep in a bed on my own. I have to sleep in an apartment by myself. I was like, I'm not going to be able to sleep. And then all of a sudden, I loved it. Yeah. And I was like, how have I, why was I so scared? I absolutely love this. I was going to, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I, it it took me a while. When, so I lived with my one of my past partners um we were at uni together and then we lived together for about a year after uni and then we split up she moved out I stayed in the place that we were living in and that was such a hard time for me to Mm. come back to an apartment that we had together yeah we'd built our own life there together it was to the point where I was I was trying to stay at work to pick up extra hours or just do something because I was like, well, why would I want to go home? It's depressing. You've got all those memories as well. There's nothing there for me. And it, I stayed there and, and I managed to get through that. That was, you know, it was, it was tough, but it was me then figuring out, okay, be happy being on your own, Mm. become independent, become, become, you know, your own provider of your entertainment and your support and everything else you need so that if you get into those dark mindset places again where you're like struggling and you you feel a bit lonely like you're the one there to pick yourself up yeah there's part of the reason why during lockdown um I lived on my own at that time and I remember obviously they were doing all the announcements and everywhere's closing and my work was one of the last to uh, like the gym industry was one of the last to close, mm. which is nuts when you think about it. Um, and we'd got the announcement and they were like, yeah, gyms are closing as well. So packed up, obviously when we went in the next day, cleared everything up, sorted everything out and then left uh, for the day, went back home. And my mum called me and she was like, come back, like live, you know, move back in with me for for however long you need until you go back to work. And my mum lived with my... I think my stepdad had just moved in there. Um, it wasn't my stepdad then, but he is now. 
Um, he just moved in there for for that period as well. My brother was at home, and I was like, as much as like it would be lovely to be around my family, I was I was okay. I was because I was so used to being on my own and so independent at that time. I was o- okay to be able to just go. Do you know what? It's fine. Like naively, I was like, oh, it's all right. It'll only be a few weeks. Like it's not a problem. Two years later. <laughs> um. So I was like, no, no, like I'm, I'm okay. Like I'm genuinely okay. Um, did it get tough? Yeah, of course it was. But at the same time, I had a very close group of friends and my family that were able to support me from afar. Um, and I appreciate not everyone else is able to have that. But being able to be independent definitely helped me a lot in that situation. Mm. And from the back of that, I've, I was then able to understand myself a lot more and understand mm. what... Um, what I need from someone else yeah and what I can bring to a relationship yeah and I think then and then when you've achieved that when someone does come into your life that's just literally a bonus it's not because like I think honestly one of the key things I've learned is to not need someone but to want them in your life I don't need you you are not here because I can't be alone that is not in my opinion not a healthy relationship if you're with someone because you feel that you need them because you can't be alone I can be alone and I'm happy alone and so are you. Yeah. We are together because we genuinely want to be because it makes our life better and it makes us happier to be together. Yeah, absolutely. Have I shown you the um, comedian Daniel Sloss on Netflix? I think so. He's got a Netflix special and he talks about relationships. It's called Jigsaw. That's like three three part special. Um, but one of them's heavily about relationships and stuff like that. And... Um, it's really eye-opening. I'd, I'd urge anyone listening to go out and, and watch that because although it's very dark humour, some of it, um, if you don't like dark humour, maybe stay away a little bit, but um, he's very brutally honest about his opinions on relationships and why they work, why they don't work. And there's a bit at the end that, that he kind of, basically, he goes on this sort of monologue explaining, you know, a lot a lot about relationships and and how most of them end in divorce and stuff like that but i won't spoil it maybe i'll show it to you afterwards but um it's really eye-opening because it gives you an idea of how many people just sort of get into a relationship because they feel that that's what they need to do Mm. or they feel that they they're with someone already and they're like oh well it's it's better than it's better than a life without. Better like, than being alone. It's better than being alone, exactly. Mm. And that's not the case. That's not how it should be. No. And no. I f- if you feel that way, like I genuinely, I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry that you, you feel that you can't be on your own. Um, I know so many people who do just jump from relationship to relationship yeah. to relationship because they have that like inability to be on their own. Mm. And it's it's really sad. It is really sad. And people that know me could very easily be like well isn't that what you did because I did jump into quite a new uh, jump into our our relationship quite soon after but I just couldn't turn it away yeah I'm just that good no like I you just it yeah like it was just so great like I could have easily been like this is not the right time but it just was easy so I just went along with it and then this is where we're at but yeah I mean like even when like I asked you you know to be my girlfriend and stuff like that you shot myself yeah yeah. (laughs) you were you were all 
I remember you saying you were like, oh, it, like, is this not too soon? Like, is mm. this not, are we, are we doing this? You know, because mm. I think you were sort of going, not necessarily like, is this what I want? But you were like, I is think I was worried t- about what people would think. Yeah, you were, you anything. were. Absolutely, you were. Like, I normally tell people everything, but I remember being like, oh, I won't tell anyone yet because everyone will judge me. And obviously, like, they didn't. But th- that was my main worry. They were like, definitely good choice, Lucy. That. Good choice. Yeah, no, they were very happy. But yeah, I think, as we said, communication, re- re- maintaining your independence is yeah. really important. Um, Go out and do else? the things you want to do. And, you know, you should be able to be separate in that yeah like have your like have your own hobbies have things that you love to do together show interest in your partner's hobbies of course that's a big one I think that's a big one for me this is when I knew that Lucy was the one for me was when sorry rewind this is when I knew Lucy was the one for me when um when I when I asked you if you wanted to come on a rugby tour with me and I mean albeit it's not like a crazy crazy you know lads 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 rugby tour yeah like the group that i go with to play beach rugby with they are very i don't know like there's dads yeah like there's a massively mixed bunch yeah like it's a it's social but it's very chill it's not like down this pine otherwise will make you it's not like that drink your piss yeah i don't know what they do on rugby tours but yeah that um so it's yeah it's not like that at all it's very very chill and I asked Lucy if she wanted to come and you were you were very hesitant at first I was like no no honestly it'll be fine it'll be fine like I'd love to have you there you've always wanted to watch me play Mm. rugby and I don't play normal rugby anymore so that was the only opportunity you'd really have and you came along and I was like this is like you showing an interest in something that I'm passionate about that you had no you had no reason to really come. Like, Didn't know a single person. For all no. I knew, I was going to be the only female person there. And by the way, this sounds like we're completely contradicting what we're saying about having your own hobbies. I very much said to him, you you go, like have time with the boys. And he was like, it's not like that. Like people are bringing their wives and their girlfriends, yeah. please come. So obviously that's yeah, why yeah, I yeah. went because I knew it meant a lot to you. Yeah, and you, you came, you showed an interest and that, that did mean a lot to me. That was the thing that meant a lot to me more than than anything else like it was just you coming along just to watch me be really good at beach rugby yeah absolutely drenched in the torrential rain yeah that wasn't great yeah it wasn't great but we got very drunk afterwards yeah we had a great time yeah we did yeah and that's what it's all about it's about there's there's a picture (coughs) somewhere um i think it's on your phone of me sat in my pants with some donuts <laughs> watching Netflix a, watching Netflix on a hotel bed just happy as I can be yeah was I, I was like you look so happy right now and you were like I just don't know what more I could want in life I've got my <laughs> girlfriend I've got donuts I was and I'm sat drunk. in my pants <laughs> it was good pretty sure you were like picking your nose or something probably too. I don't know sounds like you probably <laughs> But yeah, like we're by no means saying that we are perfect. Like we have issues like every other relationship, but we just talk through them and yeah, we just communicate. Every every relationship is a work in progress. Yeah, of course. Because people are all constantly changing as well. Yeah. And I think that's that's so important to um to to add. I think it's so important to to say that it's it's you're supposed to grow together. Yeah. 
And, and if you don't, that's okay as yeah. well, though. Like, sometimes you do just grow apart. And yeah. that's really sad, but it happens. And sometimes it's not worth clinging on to a relationship that no, because isn't who, right anymore. who are you hurting in that situation? Mm. Probably yourself. Especially if you're the one who, you know, if, if you think that they're like, don't care either way. Or if you, you know, if, if it mean, if it's passionate to you and you're, ups, you, you're upset about something in a relationship and you fear that it's going to end it, I mean, this is taking quite a dark turn, but potentially that that's the route you should take. That's possibly the the path you should take to find your happiness. It, it's mu- sometimes it's really hard to, to of course, see that though, of isn't it? Like it is, we, we're both saying that we've both been the ones that have been broken up with. And I don't really want to go into too much detail, obviously, but in my, my last relationship, I think I would have just stayed being a little bit blissfully unaware that I was actually unhappy too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realise until he ended it. I was so shocked. But when I did have my time to reflect, I was like, actually, there's a lot of things I wasn't happy about. And how could I not have seen that? Absolutely. But you do, you go blind to it all because, and especially after like a long relationship, if it's been a few years, like... Feels like there's too much to... You do, but you do grow so much especially in your 20s and over a year you grow over two three four five like think how much you've grown how different a person you were when you first got together to how different you are you know at this point and that's so important to to take stock on and and look back and and just try and picture like what what you would have wanted back then and what you want now yeah but so i have a question for you just on that then do you believe that we are supposed to be with one person forever? Do you believe in soulmates? Do you believe, not necessarily talking about like monogamy. I'm not talking about like necessarily one person at one time, but marriage scares me. I can't wait to get married, but it scares me because you're right. We do change so much. Like I've had two long-term relationships in my, you know, one pre-20s, one early 20s. And now I'm with you. I hope it stands the test of time, but, what if I change again in the next 10 years? It's likely that I will. So yeah, but that's where I'm saying, that's where I'm saying it's so important to, to grow together because yes, you could, you could be afraid that life's going to change so much and you're going to change and you, your values will change. They will develop over the next five years, but it's not to say that's a bad thing because if they are integrated with my values yeah then it's something that we grow together but then is that do you believe that as human beings we are supposed to just grow with this person until it no longer works and then we grow with another are we supposed to jump because we're always changing or are we supposed to try and change together and even if even when it gets tough instead of saying do you know what this isn't working anymore let's go our separate ways are we supposed to go you know because you've got kids and you're married is that when you go no we're going to stick at this yeah, it's, well, I think, it's hard to know. I think you are supposed to work at relationship. Why wouldn't you? you Relationships work at, are work, of course. But you they work are. at everything else in your life. But why? You work, you work in the gym. You work to get the physique you want. You work to yeah. get the to to diet. You work to to change um, everything else about your life. Why wouldn't you work at a relationship in the same way? I know. It takes time and it takes patience and it takes communication and integrity and, but, and it takes all you these both sort of wanting it exactly. But that's the point. It yeah. takes you both wanting it. And to quote Daniel Sloss from his um, from his jigsaw special, n- like, do I believe in soulmates? No. Um, 
I think he says something along the lines of there's 7 billion people in the world. There's 8 billion now. 7 billion people in the world and you found your soulmate just down the road from you. Yeah, you know, crazy. The chances of that happening... But that's what Pretty I mean. Slim. Like we could constantly say to ourselves, Absolutely. what if there is something better out there for me? What if there is someone more suited? But the grass is always greener, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. But and you could say the same thing about work. You could I could say move to si- Australia and meet someone. Yeah. Or for you, it would probably be southern states in America where you find a lovely country singer. Yeah. You've gone on a real little country. No, but like you live around the corner for me. That's, the, that's a great example of that. Like it's. Yeah, of course. But do it's you just live, crazy. Do you live in in Australia? No, but you you just make this decision in your life that you go, yeah, this is my person, and I'm just gonna yeah. do whatever it takes to make it work with this person. Absolutely, and you just you you essentially hope to God that they do the same for you. I don't just think that's so lovely that yeah. there is eight billion people on the planet. We get one life. This has gone really deep. Sorry, <laughs> but if, um, it, like we get this one life, and instead of saying to ourselves. I'm going to use this one life that I have to meet as many people as I can. And I'm not talking about going and sleeping around. I'm just talking about like falling in love with as many people as you can. Because let's be honest, you don't fall in love once. We both know that. We've been in love before. Like you, Love you changes could, drastically yeah. every time you Exactly. It's always different. But you could live your life and be like, no, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try and I'm going to fall in love this many times. Because realistically you do. But also there's that lovely like old romantic in me that's like you, when you get a love like you know that what we have i would say you just want to hold on to it you yeah, don't want to ever risk losing it and you want to grow together you want to have that life together and it's um it's lovely it is lovely so we're just like yeah hopefully this will just work for the next 70 years and <laughs> i hope so <laughs> yeah well, me too but it's just like life is just crazy yeah relationships are crazy love is crazy as you said we're not experts on any of it but we're we're just trying to find our way through it and i'm sure many people listening are going these two have no idea what what they're talking about um but we're all in the same boat together you know some people have successful relationships some people have unsuccessful relationships that's just a matter of life yeah there's some people that have been together since their first relationship they've ever had Mm. some people are still trying to find their person some people have never had a relationship yeah it's just about trying to do the best you can i think for yourself and for other people you really do have to just like go through the motions but also continually work on yourself don't spend your whole life like trying to better someone else or find someone perfect for you be really happy with who you are because it's that old cliche saying if if you don't love yourself how can you expect anyone else to or for you to be able to love anyone else you we know people who have been in relationships where it just didn't work because there were so many deep-rooted insecurities in their own personalities it made them clash so much yeah you need to be really happy with who you are and then I think you're much more ready for a healthy relationship yeah or at least the premise of one yeah the idea of one yeah we all, we all we all make mistakes and we learn from things and as you said we're not experts we're still trying to figure out and you know we we've not even been together that long but it's going pretty well so far and we both do have a lot of experience from our past relationships that you know do come up into this relationship but we just work through it yeah I have a... Um, can I have some of your juice, please? Of course you can. This talking's got me a dry throat. I thought we'd um, just finish off on a little... Do you know, I really couldn't be bothered to do this tonight. Love the listeners, love you guys, honestly, but I was so shattered. But it's been really nice to talk to you for 51 minutes. 
I'll continue where I left off. Um, yeah, I, I thought <laughs> I thought we'd uh, just finish on a nice little gym story. Mm. I guess gym story. Mm. Um, but it kind of it kind of fits into what we've been talking about tonight as well. So, um, I've been working out consistently now for about a month and a half, and my girlfriend's noticed enough difference in my physique to want to join me. I tried to play down my excitement, but I've always wanted a significant other who wants to work out with me. I thought that was really nice. I absolutely love that. That's so yeah. nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. I did wonder where you were going with it at the beginning. Oh. I thought you were going to say, my significant others started noticing and now she wants to... And then I didn't know what you were going to say there. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah. No, that's lovely. I think that's another thing as well, isn't it? And I know we need to kind of wrap up, but you don't have to have the same interest. If your partner is really, really into the gym and you're not, doesn't mean your relationship isn't going to work. But personally, that is one of our key things that we look for in a partner is yeah. someone who is into training. Common interest is training, definitely. Yeah. But like, we there's loads of things I think it depends how much helps. of a big part of your life it is. For us, it's yeah. a huge part of our lives. If you weren't into it, it just wouldn't really work. Yeah, probably not at this point in your life as well. But also, I feel like you probably change... You, you people definitely change who they are in their relationships you find common interests a lot yeah. of the time and it might not be something that you're super into but you know if you start dating someone before you know it you suddenly start liking watching f1 on the weekends with them because yeah, that's what they do all the time wear or, the same clothes every day without trying yeah finish each other's sentences sandwiches that's what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that note, I better uh, feed Lucy because she's she's, uh, gone delirious. she's gone delirious. Yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. Yeah, we Hope really enjoyed it. Really appreciate it. And again, as per usual, you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, Apple, Podcasts. TikTok, Apple Podcasts. Obviously, you know that because you're listening to us. So yeah, I don't really know why I'm telling you all this, but but if you um, want to drop us any of your stories, or yeah, messages, share questions. share it to friends, family colleagues that random person at the gym that you see every time you go in there who's doing weird equipment stuff or maybe your partner who maybe we've touched on something that could help your relationship and, who knows and watch <laughs> daniel sloss jigsaw mm, yeah okay right well we'll see you in the next episode have a lovely week everyone ciao peace wait why did i say peace do we normally say you always peace? see peace do we no you sometimes say peace we yeah. always do a peace sign. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao.